You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. A university graduate, he is an alim of a high repute. Also, he's a, you know, he's a, a, he's a, a motivational speaker for many, many institutes and ulums. He also is a humanitarian and astute businessman. And alhamdulillah, someone that resonates so positively on the platforms of Marcus Sahaba, the voice of the Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'a. Sheikh Shoei Baida, Assalamu Alaikum Warahmatullahi Wabarakatuh. And how are you doing this fine, beautiful evening, Ya Sheikh? Wa Alaikum Assalam Warahmatullahi Wabarakatuh. Akhi Shafaat Ahmed Khan. Alhamdulillah, what a beautiful evening. And, uh, you know, Allah has blessed us with a beautiful day and a good day. And to say, yeah, sometimes all the good people go and leaving us, all the bad ones, you know. But also it's not the truth, you know, there's good ones that still remain until Allah Ta'a finds replacements for them like yourself, Shaf. You know, you do a lot of things. I mean, Allah Ta'a will have to keep you there until there's a replacement to do what you do best. May Allah Ta'a grant you good health, inshallah, for you and your family and everybody. And to say, yes, a good evening, people. And yes, we're all together on uh, Markaz Sahab, which is Markaz Sahab, which is the voice of Al-Sunnah wal Jama'ah. Yes, sir, Sheikh Shoei Maida, you say it very eloquently indeed. And uh, yeah, earlier to, uh, you know, this uh, today, you had a, a very close friend of yours uh, that passed away. Perhaps a little, uh, uh, a little about him, uh, yeah, Sheikh. Uh, Shafat, uh, this is, uh, we used to call him Karim Bai, and Alhamdulillah, very good man living at the cells, which is at the Deben waterfront, and Alhamdulillah, taking care of the Muswalla that is there which was turned into a Juma Masjid, and uh, recently even we do have people sitting for Itikaf. And uh, he has done everything on his own, including paying of the Imam in the Masjid, you know, his salary, and taking care of the nitty-gritties of the Masjid, making sure electricity is paid, water is paid, and making sure people are comfortable when they come for Salah, you know. Yeah, very quiet man, a man of a few words, say may Allah to grant him and all them are for me, Jannah to Fidaus, inshallah, for the steering work that they've done for the deen and alhamdulillah. Just recently from last year, he started training youngsters to bring them to the fort to say this is how we run things and the youngsters have been actually uh, grooving, have been actually molded in and, and groomed to do this work and you know, Allah, they decide. to say now you've done your work, you've groomed the youngsters, then Allah have taken, you know, we always say, we go back to Allah Ta'ala one day, you know, we have that ticket that is confirmed. And I mean, we cannot uh, refuse that ticket. So one day is going to be myself, he's gone today, and everybody is going to go up. But may Allah Ta'ala take us with Iman and grant all of us and all the Muslim in general to feed us, inshallah. You know, you said it so uh, beautifully. So in other words, he had uh, contingency plans, so everything will run smoothly, uh, 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 Sheikh Shoaib Maida. You know, Alhamdulillah, you work very well until the very last yeah, bit. You know, you, if I tell you someone of another amazing story, uh, chatting to his son today, he says, um, you know, two days ago I had a dream. I was digging a grave and I was putting myself in the grave. And uh, when I came back to my father, I told him, look, daddy, this is a dream I had. And my father just said, that was me. He was burying. It is me. Definitely it's me. You know, I mean, it's amazing within two days that that has happened. I mean, it shows you sometimes a louder can give signs to other people and uh, other people do not get the sign. But ultimately, if we do good, we all go to Jannah, inshallah. Uh, inshallah, yeah, Sheikh. Uh, what a lovely story to share with us. Well, you know, we're living in this world and always uh, you and I discuss these topics, the whisperings of shaitan and uh, the tug of war that's going on. And you can watch uh, world leaders uh, in this uh, uh, zamana that we're living in. 
are also compromised and most of them uh, being uh, shaitani influenced and uh, well some do a lot of stealing some do a lot of lying some do a lot of uh, you know underhand uh, situations the pleasing the devil and going against the laws of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And you know, Sheikh Shoei Maida, thinking aloud, thoughts, and then you look at the consciousness, our creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we are bombarded by thoughts which are either good or bad, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us the power of choice. And you know, everything, even if you look at evil and good, even look at shaitan, it was created by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You know, it's a phenomenon, it's a phenomena that is amazing and mind-boggling. Perhaps your thoughts on that, uh, Sheikh Shoei Maida? No, Sheikh, it's amazing. You see, Allah Ta'ala has created Jannah and Jahannam. And uh, meaning Jannah is for those that are obedient and Jahannam for those that are disobedient. So definitely you have to, think, to have both key factors towards this, that you are left free to make ibadat and shaitan has been given uh, actually a chance or so to do what he does best, which is misleading human beings. But the moment you bow into shaitan, then you're to, uh, totally gone. You know, in talking about Shaf, that Shaf, you know, just to give you a good example of the Zamana we're sitting in Shaf, we're all sitting in a glass jar. And actually, uh, we have forgotten ourselves, and Allah has made it such a way that we forget, we go deeper into forgetting ourselves. You know, it all started a long time ago, this campaign to make to make sure the Muslims lose their deen. And they did it very well, starting from the big brick Nokia, you know, moving from the call boxes. And not a big brick Nokia, not a small one, not a social media and everything. Wherever you're sitting in that space, where actually you're not free with yourself. We don't have time to ourselves, Shaf, anymore. You don't have time, I don't have time. Because the moment I feel like I have time, that's when I sit on Facebook, on Twitter and the rest of that. And I mean, you know, some of us will sit there on Twitter and Facebook to do actual beneficial things, send out good messages, you know, enlighten people about the deen. For you, you put the program that the people are doing about the dawah, about Allah Ta'ala, which is great. But some or the rest, they're busy, they're sharing pornography and the rest of that. So where now you sit back and think, okay, which devil do we get scared of now, you know? We say there's a big devil that has to be scared of. But now, Shaf, in these times, the devil you have to be scared of is the devil in your pocket. And that devil in your pocket is your cell phone. Wherever you're not, we are not supposed to go and uh, massage it with a bad picture and the rest of it. But today we go with them. And I mean, if somebody sends you a Quranic verse to say, Bismillah, this is what Allah says, not everybody will share it happily. They'll keep it one side, but sometimes somebody says something that is awkward and looking like fun and yet a shaitanic kind of uh, uh, images that come in. We are very quick to spread them, send them maybe 100 contacts within a minute. That's how uh, bad and devastating it has been today that, you know, we've lost our own selves. You know, as Allah has mentioned, Don't be like those people that forgot Allah Ta'ala. Then Allah Ta'ala made them forget their own selves. Who are they and what is their identity? And now we seem to be losing identity. So if we manage to kill and defeat that shaitan in our pocket, you know, to avoid sending all those awkward or unnecessary messages or avoid sending all those messages that will bring conflicts and problems between people. I mean, that means we, we, we are starting from somewhere. If you got all those weird pictures, weird videos, delete them from there, take them out completely. That way, you know, you started your own game slowly, slowly. And finally, ultimately, if you can do that to some gadget that is in your pocket with shaitan, you'll be able to do more towards your creator shaft uh, opening. Mm, absolutely, Sheikh Shoei Maida. And uh, well uh, said there. And uh, you look at it, uh, the choice is ours. And uh, we say that Allah has created all this, but Allah in His uh, infinite mercy has warned us. And this, if you do this, and if you let shaitan uh, come into your thoughts, and if you obey the shaitanic uh, 
movements and this will be your end and this will be your damnation. And not to say that Allah didn't warn us, he did warn us and he's given us a whole history of the shaitani or where shaitan came from and what he did to our great, great, great grandfather, our great, great, great grandmother and you know how he started uh, deluding them and so forth. You know, Sheikh Shoy Maida, when you look at, uh, uh, you look at Salah, you look at your prayer and all this, uh, this connects us to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you know, when uh, we start, you know, shirking in our prayer, when apathy and, uh, you know, this uh, shirking comes from, uh, comes to, and, uh, you know, we, we allow ourselves to be pulled away uh, from prayer. We are allowing shaitan to influence us. And his influence is, you know, such a, such a temporary one. It is just like, uh, you know, a gas bottle or a, uh, forget the gas bottle, uh, a carbonated cold drink. Once you open the, uh, take the cap off, Within a few seconds, the the fuzz is over, Sheikh Shoaib Maida. Uh, what's your take on that? No, no, definitely. You know, Sharp, if you look at Salah itself, I mean, Salah was meant to save us to the best of our ability that he can save us. You know, if you remember what Allah Ta'ala said to us, he says, Inna salata which becomes the main essence of having Salah. Say Salah should be helping us as a tool that forbids us from doing wrong and evil and shameful activities. I mean, that is exactly what we should be knowing. And once we know that, Shaf, we're sitting on the best possible place we can ever be, and which means Allah is going to safeguard us and take us to the right place. But the moment we take in Salah as a ritual, then it's a problem. And again, we start reading it with Whenever we feel like I read all the salahs at Isha, like I do have a guarantee, you know, I've got an assignment or an arrangement with Allah that, you know, I'll make it to the evening and sit making all the kabas. This is what starts killing the momentum, Shab. That's the point of starting being shaky. Because wherever you are, you can read Salah and Allah's face is everywhere. That we, we shouldn't forget. And then if the discipline has been made, to say Salah should be ready in its own prescribed times, and we start breaking those rules. Slowly, and slowly we start looking, losing the essence of Salah. And so as Shaitan will take over because that's his main mission to make sure that you and I do not get access to Allah Ta'ala. So as you said, the choice is ours on this matter. You have to make a choice. I have to make a choice. It's either I do what Allah wants me to do, it's either I do my own things, then I know the end result is holding hands. With Shaitan, you did mention Ariel very nicely. I mean, if somebody undresses your parents, gets them naked, you know, let's go a spade a spade. I mean, you wouldn't go one day walking with him and shaking hands and walking uh, whole shoulder to shoulder with that one, and yet you know what he did to your parents. So definitely, that's that's what that's what Shaitan uh, did to our, our father and mother Adam and Awa, and even Allah did wonders. You know, inna Shaitan lakum the devil to you is an enemy, so treat him as an enemy. But unfortunately, we went in the wrong direction where we're treating the enemy with five-star kind of treatment. Our friends, we give them the lowest of treatment. I mean, it is so it is so amazing and it's so derailing, Chad. Yes, uh, Sheikh Shoemaida, you said that uh, very eloquently. And it's uh, uh, definitely, if we're not be, uh, careful, we'll fall into these uh, traps. And then, you know, I'm uh, recalling uh, Sheikh Shoemaida Imam Ghazali, you know, during a phase of his uh, life, he said, you know, he felt that he knew he was arrogant and he wanted recognition for his knowledge. And, you know, the uh, the, the rulers of the time wanted him at the universities and uh, told him, you go ahead and this and that. And then when he realized that, what, you know, what am I doing? I'm, you know, I want recognition. I want to be, you know, I'm arrogant and I'm, uh, I'm, I'm so proud of the knowledge I got. And that is when he walked away from his prestigious position 
as you know, uh, the, uh, the advisor to the king or being a lecturer at, the, at, at this big, big institute where thousands and thousands of people used to listen to him. But he came to a realization, this was the shaitani thing, you know, me being so arrogant. And uh, your take on it, uh, Sheikh Shoy Maida? You see, Shab, uh, there is some there is some of people of us that actually are blessed like Imam Ghazali, whereby you look and see through it and understand, you know, uh -uh, this is not going where I'm supposed to go. I mean, now it's getting me to be an arrogant person, a self-centered person, thinking I'm I am it. You know, I know everything I can do. I can do. They cannot do without me. Seriously, this is what goes wrong. And even in our time today, you find that, I mean, uh, also with Olama, it can happen. Whereby with, it comes to a moment where they feel I am it and I can do everything. They'll need appointment from people to meet them. I mean, which was in the says with Anabi Sallallahu Alaihi You know, he met everybody at any time. And sometimes the people you are avoiding as people that are coming actually to give you the taste of your position that you have and show you how much better you can do or how great you're doing things or how uh, how wrong you're doing things. But we choose to avoid them and we look through the window and say, no, when that one comes, I'm not here. You know, unfortunately, Shab, we have turned into that kind of position. But, but if we go back and understand the importance of knowledge that we have learned, that we have to use it for the pleasure of Allah, but I definitely will never have a problem. But we want to use it for fame and the rest of that. And then, until we reach the level of Imam Ghazali, where he looked back and said, uh-uh, this one here is getting me towards the wrong direction. Rather, let me pull back. Then definitely, Shab, we're standing on the right track. <laughs> well said, the Sheikh Shoaibaida, and how, you know, if you really uh, sincerely uh, seek out Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he will definitely guide you. And in his case, Alhamdulillah, what an indelible impression he has left. How many beautiful books he has uh, written that uh, year, year in and year out, people are inspired by those books and, uh, you know, really takes you another, to another dimension. And then the, uh, you know, Wiswas uh, that we get, the Wiswas in uh, in 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 our in our thought uh, in our in our brains, you know, which they say, wishwash uh, is like you're doubtful, the stress, the tension, and all that, and it, it takes us away from the straight and the the narrow, and uh, you know, this wishwash also, you know, it creates the the the, the feeling for lust in people, uh, the the the, uh, the they want to go towards the promiscuity, and they go towards a meretricious beauty, and they get caught by this world, and this wishwash is one of shaitan's biggest, biggest tools he uses on insan, uh, Sheikh uh, Shoaib Maida. Yeah, Sheikh, I think you're muted. Definitely, Sheikh. You know, resource of shaitan is the deadliest thing you can ever have. And when you start doing that resource, if you don't realize what is happening and you don't know yourself, then definitely you're on a lost person. But once you understand that this is my mission. Allah has given us a mission, Shab, why we should, how, how we should live here. Allah said, did not, did not create mankind and jinn except for only to worship him. If we keep that in place and understand that this is our purpose, that we're here for, definitely we'll never have a problem. We'll be happy in everything that we do. And we'll be actually, uh, actually masters in our game that we do, uh, getting ourselves in close line with Allah, ibadat, and everything mentioned, anything that's good, we'll do it to perfection. But the moment we actually 
allow that wish was to come in us. Uh, you know, Shaitan comes and plays our mind and says, oh, no, this is time to do this. You know, you don't go, uh, Salah now it's time for you to watch a cricket match. Oh, no, you don't go for Salah now. You need to call someone. You need to call your good friend. He's looking for you. Then maybe you can make a plan with him and see what you can do. Then definitely, Shaq, we start losing the plot of it. And then at the end of the day, Shaitan walking, uh, grasp us. And also, you know what's amazing part of it, Shaq? When you go on Kiyama Day, when we try and say, no, Shaitan misled me, Shaitan will come out and ask you, what color of clothes was I wearing to mislead you? And then you caught, you start. Because you can't measure. I'll never tell you, you know, when, when I didn't read Salah, Shaitan did influence me, but Shaitan came in a red barret. He was wearing a black shirt, black shoes. And you know, when he walks, he's showing smoke, fire all over. I've never seen that. I won't be able to say that. So if Shaitan comes out and says, yeah, Allah, ask him to describe me that day when I misled him, then definitely we are doomed double. You know, so let's get ourselves to the groove where we know who Allah Ta'ala is and do what is right and what is necessary. And then goes, Salah time comes, we must just go ourselves. Don't need anybody to drag you to go for Salah. But yourself, you just go and uh, you do whatsoever is necessary and make your ibadah. That, that way, inshallah, we'll be safeguarded and we'll be secure, chap. Mm. Now, Sheikh Shreemaiza, you know, when we know our deen, uh, then uh, uh, these doubts and these whispers are blocked. And, uh, you know, we become powerful entities. And, uh, you know, knowledge, uh, you know, sincere knowledge, acknowledging that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is our all and be all, will definitely create a barrier around us, uh, Sheikh Shoaib Maida. Uh, Sheikh, uh, your mic is muted. I can't, we can't uh, hear you. Maybe unmute, uh, Sheikh. Okay, now you can talk. Uh, okay, can you hear me? Yeah, loud and clear. You were muted. Yeah, no, I was saying, you know, if, if you know what you're doing, you know you're about it, you know your level, you're actually, your closeness to Allah, and you know what Allah expects from and you do that one accordingly. Definitely, Shaf, when you never have a problem. You know, for you is victory in this dunya and in the akhirah is another victory. So we just need to learn and understand why are we here and what is that that is needed from us to do in order for us not to displease the creator. You know, to give an example, you know, if there are a lot of things happens. You know, Allah Ta gets upset too. And when he gets upset, he destroys the nation. And when the destruction comes, he doesn't actually give up, uh, you know, selection to say, I'll leave the believers one side. Everybody is destroyed that stays within that, uh, within that parameter. But the good part and the difference is that the believers, when they're going in that situation where there's a disaster or a calamity, Inshallah, Allah is going to bless us. Shaf, are you there? Yes, sir, Sheikh Maida, you've been breaking up uh, now and then, but uh, I can hear you uh, loud and clear now. Uh, you know, we just have some uh, interference, or so maybe it's something to do with the network. Uh, but uh, you can hear me loud and clear, Yashay? Yes, I can hear you loud and clear. Okay, Alhamdulillah. You know, I was just uh, thinking about uh, good knowledge, you know, when you get good knowledge, which is a gift from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And uh, what good knowledge does uh, Sheikh Shoaib Maida? It illuminates us uh, when uh, we fall into the trap of uh, shaitan. The sins will extinguish the nur and, uh, and we get in, engulfed in uh, 
and in, in, in darkness. The point I'm making here, Sheikh Shoaib, by the good knowledge, knowledge from the Quran, and knowledge from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, knowledge that uh, gets you closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it makes an individual so powerful that he is uh, filled up with the nur of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, his face is illuminated, and you know he, he's got all these beautiful uh, angelic qualities that, that Allah infuses in him, and even shaitan runs away. But the moment he starts sinning, all this nur is lost, uh, the knowledge is taken away from him, and so forth. Uh, how do you react to that, uh, Sheikh Shreem Maida? Yeah, Sheikh, I think you're muted again. Uh, your mute button is playing up. You can unmute. I think it's playing up. Yeah, I think good knowledge is what we need, Chef. And good knowledge is to understand the oneness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Of which among is that is to understand who Allah ta'ala is. You know, what was the purpose? Why did he create me? And how come I can breathe freely when somebody needs an oxygen? You know, how come I can walk freely when somebody's walking on crutches? And how, how, how come I can watch on crutches and yet somebody cannot walk at all? They don't have actually the ability to walk. You know, this is what... The, the kind of good knowledge that we know. We got the trees around us. You know, you come to learn, go to biology, understand that, you know, if you have trees around you, you have plenty of oxygen. The trees take out your carbon dioxide and they give you oxygen. So you come to understand, how did Allah create all these things? You know, we were talking about the other day, you know, talking about how the seas, you know, meet together. And then somebody came up with the issue of uh, uh, the uh, Bermuda Triangle. To say, you see Bermuda Triangle, what happens there? Now come to realize, you know, they say three seas that meets up there, makes a triangle. And because of the force of each and every sea that comes in, it pulls in a lot of force that goes high up, you know, to a, to a, to a different level that is very higher. And sometimes when that happens, if it's a plane where the ship passes there, it disappears for good. So all that, if you understand that Allah can do that, and Allah can create, and Lauta can bring us the rain, He can take away the rain for us, and Lauta can give us the rain that is going to give us plantation and the rest of that, and Lauta can give us the rain that will destroy the infrastructure that we have, including our water infrastructure. Then once we seek to understand the greatness of Allah, that is good knowledge. So it becomes now to understand, I need to worship Allah, because if I don't, I'm going to anger Him. And even if I don't anger him, it means I'm missing out something in my life that's supposed to be there. So I'm taking goodness of myself towards somewhere else, which I need to be getting it for the pleasure of Allah so that I get Jannah. So yes, we need to work towards understanding the good knowledge, which is understanding Allah Ta'ala, and more especially understand what Allah Ta'ala wants from you and me. You know, if somebody gives you that recipe of how to make the alim, you know exactly what to be done. So you know how to take this, take that. Take. If you deny yourself some of that portion of making the alim, definitely the alim you make will not be good, will not be nice. said the Sheikh uh, Shreem Maiza, it seems as if uh, you know how to make your one big deg of alim too. Uh, mashallah, you might be having it with lots of naan and uh, lots of lemon, uh, Sheikh Shreem Maiza. And then, uh, you know, when you look at... Uh, uh, so many things that happen, uh, you know, we should not hanker after haram provisions. It will take uh, us away from the deen of, uh, uh, it will take uh, us away from the deen of Islam, and it will take us into the den of shaitan. And you know, Sheikh Shreem Maida, when we walk uh, to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he runs to us, and whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his angels love, uh, you know, people will love them too. Good people will, uh, will the, the, the hearts will be turned towards us. If we love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the way he should be worshipped. 
because then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ensures that he gets us uh, the blessings and the barakah of uh, the angels uh, coming around us. Uh, Sheikh Shoei Maida, your thoughts on that? You know, you just knocked uh, the, 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 the nail in the right place. You know, that's the exact way Allah says, should be the whereby, you know, we must be that soul that Allah is very pleased with that all the times. And whereby Allah will be calling the angels, all oh, my angels, get that uh, beloved soul of mine, you know, accommodate him to know another place. What the holy jannah only enter that soul into jannah and actually that comes with work you know nothing comes from maharashaf you know just to give a good example if you and i are hungry what do we do you know if we're walking on the road you see that i would say you know what hey we cannot have snook and chips let's put 20 and 20 and we can buy something but we won't just sit and make do allah we're hungry fill our stomach with, 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 with food and we walk and we're expecting via wi-fi allah feeds us i mean that will never happen so the same you need to do some little bit of work in order to to see the actually the results out of that, which is the results is which Allah Ta'ala rewards you in this dunya, and you can see it in the akhirah. So you see Allah Ta'ala rewarding you. So, yes, let's make an effort. You know, nothing comes without an effort. We even spoke about Maryam alayhi salatu was salam, when she gave birth to Nabi Isa alayhi salatu was salam, who was actually the Kali, uh, actually uh, the Masihullah. You know, she had all the opportunity to be sitting at one side and waiting for everything to fall by her. But Allah says, you just need to do a little bit of effort and shake that kajur tea next to you. And when she did that, all the fresh rubber was falling on her lap. But afterward, doing some little bit work. So definitely we need to understand Allah and we need to do a little bit of effort so that Allah gets pleased with that. But it's not a song that we sing, I love Allah, I love my Nabi Society, what would you... Uh, bring forward as actually uh, a supporting factor to your love to Allah, your, your supporting factor to your love to Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi you find it zero. So in that way, that means there's no love. You know, as we say on Khutbah, remember every Friday, Shaf, we say, Allah, Allah, Iman, Al-Wan, Allah, Muhabbat, Allah, would say there's no Iman if you have no love for Nabi Sallallahu But we must also bring the other part, the final part, that says, Wala mahabbat al-man la Allah. If we do not follow Nabi Sallallahu take instructions, then there's no love. You know, there's fallen love. We can't be singing love that has got no actually uh, no uh, proof that will substantiate um, the, the love that we're claiming for uh, our Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Absolutely. As you say, uh, Sheikh Shoei Maida, we should be walking the talk. And Alhamdulillah, Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam has given us the formula of how to worship Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, how to live a proper life in the house of Islam. And... Uh, yeah, he put in a lot of effort. I mean, Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu dug trenches. He was uh, engaged in, uh, in in jihad and so forth. So he, uh, mashallah, Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu really walked the talk. And uh, yes, uh, Sheikh Shuaib Maida, finally, finally, uh, you know, we should remember sins uh, closes the divine blessings and opens up the doors of poverty. If you're continuously sinning and you say, what's happening to me? My barakah is going my health is growing, my nur is growing. This is because you are you are sinning all the time and it's closing the divine blessings. And you know, the doors of poverty and you know, we should uh, all, uh, we should uh, we should keep away from uh, all, all, all types of sin and we should be truthful and uh, we should be a, a type of uh, individual that will not allow this, uh, uh, you know, this poverty to come to us, a sin to overtake us and to ruin not only us, it will ruin, it will impact on our families, it will impact on our community. No, it will impact, uh, impact on our country, 
and it, it will impact on uh, the uh, Muslim uh, uh, you know, Ummah as a whole. Sheikh Shoei Maida, your parting words uh, this evening. You know, Shaf, you just summed it up very well. You know, sins are actually the openers to everything. And once you sin and you don't stop sinning, allow it out, destroy in every way possible. So we need to avoid sinning and we need to start doing a lot of istighfar if we want Barakah to flow back in our lives. And once again, Shaf Jazakallah for actually making me part of this program. May Allah reward you the best, you and your family, inshallah, and grant you the best maqam in this dunya and, and as well in the akhirah. And as I say all the time, don't forget to leave one stool outside through the window so you know I'll be sitting next to you in Jannah, inshallah. Inshallah, Sheikh Shoy, by the what a what a wonderful uh, thought uh, that is, and I say I mean to that, and you too. You know, we can't be too sure who's going to go where, but uh, inshallah, if Allah gives uh, uh, you the opportunity of uh, yeah having me as your neighbor, I don't mind Sheikh Shoy Maida because Alhamdulillah, both you and I have united in this dunya purely for the pleasure of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. You have a beautiful, beautiful evening ahead, uh, Sheikh Shoy Maida. We will talk to you inshallah next week uh, this time. Yes, our Sheikh Maida, keeping us uh, well informed, alhamdulillah, and a segment uh, that I really enjoy with him. Time for us to go for a break. When we get back, uh, we'll be joined uh, by Molana Salim Karim, inshallah. <laughs> 